Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usedbookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome into episode eight, right? Correct, Johnny B? Episode eight? Eight, yes. Episode eight. Today's topic is fees, right? So is there ever going to get to a point where the fees keep rising and resellers basically no longer exist? Uh, the short answer would be, I mean, maybe in another 20 years, you know, as all these platforms keep nickel and diamond us every year. Oh, we're only going to raise it 5% just temporarily. And then it's, it's, it's like kind of like the post office, you know, rate hikes, you know, I guess, I guess we can include in shipping hikes too, because that's kind of fees we pay anyway. That's another way platforms take fees out of shipping as well. So that's another thing we're going to dive into here. Now, recent news, Amazon increased their fees again. I mean, the writing was on the wall. Everybody knew the the temporary fuel surcharge fee wasn't going to go nowhere. It's just what these companies tell you, like kind of like damage control, right? They just tell you one thing and then it just becomes permanent. And it's the same with the post office. Every uh every fourth quarter, right? They're like, hey, this is the the holiday fee increase. And it's always permanent. <laughs> you call it a holiday fee increase when it's just permanent come January. Um What's your thoughts on fees? Give me a little bit of insight in your inside your mind there on fees. Uh, my thoughts on fees, I hate them, but it's part of the game, right? And you brought on the key points. It's just an every year thing. They're going to go up. The only thing I think about on fees on a constant basis is everybody does free shipping right now. Or, well, on Amazon, you can charge for it, sure. But on in eBay land, media, you kind of have to offer that free shipping. I'm wondering if at some point, I can't tell you when, that'll just go away. Everybody's got to charge for fees unless you're paying, unless you're listing only $50 books or you think they're $50 books. I mean, that's the other angle, right? All the resellers band together, co-op style. Like, look, this Nora Roberts book, she's 50 bucks these days because stamps are $25. <laughs> I mean, that's those are two scenarios. Either free shipping goes away or we just jack up the price. That's okay. It. So so what so what happens is every time they have these fee increases, whether it's Amazon or eBay, everybody just says the same exact thing you said. Well, I'm just going to raise my prices. Well, then guess what? You're never going to get the sale okay. because nine out of ten people aren't going to be in line behind you raising theirs because it's just it's just the way the world works, unfortunately. But that would be the great thing and correct thing to do, right? If Amazon raises their fees by ten percent, we, we match we, it, right? We just match <laughs> it penny for penny. That's the same thing. We make the same money. It'd be beautiful, but that they can't do that. The whole platform is out there doing stupid stuff is why. And his name is Jensen books. We're looking yeah. at you, Jensen. Yeah. The, uh, the whole <laughs> thing just goes up 10%, right? Everybody overnight immediately raises their prices 10%, but that is not the case. And honestly, um, stupidity will always stop that from happening. Even if fees continue to go up. Uh, I just think people, people don't do the correct research and time and understand how markets work to actively be like, Hey, my fees went up, right? You see it all the time when you're listing on eBay and Amazon. Uh, people aren't making money, right? They're, they're listing things at a loss. So I think when fees go up, it affects the, the, the larger sellers, right? That are chasing these pennies 
and chasing the volume versus people that are, you know, focusing on more profitable items or niching down and kind of understanding their business. I don't think it hits us as hard as it does as somebody that just wants to get to sale, to get to sale, to boost the algorithm, to get feedback, to basically, I don't know. I don't know why they do it, but it's what they do. There's a couple of things there. Um, You can sell things at a loss if there's a gain over there. And that's what a lot of people miss. Why people like your Jensen books guy, right? I'm sure he sells things. He has to, because he's still in business. I'm sure he sells things at X. I don't know why he's selling things at Y. It doesn't make sense. I can get Y on eBay. I can't get Y on Amazon. But on eBay, if you do that, that's going to boost the algorithm to juice the other sales. And also, those bigger sellers, they're banking on those multi-quantity orders. And the correct term is lost leaders. They're using those to get in the door. And once they're in the door, they're like, oh, if I buy three books, I get a fourth one free. So negative dollar, negative dollar, negative dollar, positive $15, net 12. That's how that game works. And I yeah. guess I guess on eBay, right? It shows that right on the listing, right? It shows right. buy three, get the fourth free. It is a little banner thing, like, oh, I'm gonna buy three more to get that fourth book free. That's that game. But you gotta be at large volume to play that game to take those negative three losses to get that fourth profit kind of thing. Or the other way around, uh whatever numbers I said. But yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess I guess on eBay it has a little bit more validity to it. Um, I don't get I don't get that game on Amazon. It doesn't make any sense. You don't get anything out of selling at a loss on Amazon. As far as I'm aware, educate me if I'm wrong, Mike. Educate me. Uh, I guess you maybe maybe uh, Amazon will send you a Christmas card or something <laughs> for making them so much money. I don't know. Um, it for the Christmas card. I don't I don't want to be that person to find out if you get a Christmas card for selling so much on Amazon and paying. I'm just so seeing much Jensen fees. books with like this stack of just crappy holiday cards. I did it. I got my cards. Get them for every single holiday, even the ones that aren't even on the calendars. Um, yeah, oh, I just think that fees are going to continue, even if the even if the world economics you know the way they are right now even if they weren't the way they are with inflation and all this other nonsense i still think these platforms are going to continue to raise fees year after year after year and they all follow suit right so you know what happens after amazon raise it'll be ebay in two months raising their their fees by one percent or some another way they can get a little bit out of you it's just it's just part of the game and you know you just gotta don't get don't get so beat up about it Right. And like I was saying, there's going to be a market shift at some point because media mail used to be two something. It's almost three and a half bucks now. So selling your four dollar books, I mean, that's gradually unless you're doing the lost leader game, like I was saying, at huge volume, it's going to be five dollar minimum to list on eBay book or six dollar, seven dollar, eight dollar. Soon it'll be ten bucks plus. That's just how it's going to play out. That's how I see it playing it out outside of the fantasy scenarios we talked about or that huge volume way and that's what i think that's what's going to happen yeah i I think you're correct just thinking about you know how far media mail has gone up in the past you know three years it's crazy right 349 is what you're going to pay minimum now so like that's crazy compared to what it used to be 280 like two 270s like it's uh it's we're gonna get to a point here we're selling four dollar books then you can't you'll get a you'll get some pocket change doing it now but yeah yeah it's it's um it's just part of the business right it's not you know the the platforms don't necessarily you know they're not attacking you they just want to make as much as they can just like you want to make as much as you can and and the times we're in is a perfect excuse 
to raise fees, right? With, with inflation going up, mm-hmm. you see it everywhere you go. Oh, well, we got to raise the cost of this because of this reason. So this is like the perfect storm almost for these platforms to kind of quote unquote justify raising fees. Right. It's very much a domino effect. I mean, gas, milk, everybody follows suit and trickle, 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 trickle. Um, everything's more expensive. Yeah. I mean, you used to be able to get two dozen of eggs for a dollar. Now it's three forty nine for one dozen of eggs. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, it's the same with these companies, right? They're paying more for everything. So guess who's got to pay their bills? We do. And that's how they do it. Right. And I'm going to make a funny joke here, or I think it's funny. Uh-oh. It's going to be cheaper to buy a milk cow than it is to buy a gallon of milk week after week at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not even kidding. It's like, whew, I don't even know, like almost six bucks for a gallon? Well, you were, you were at, mine's a little cheaper because we got a dairy in town, so we kind of get this small town discount. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think I think we just have to accept these sky is falling scenarios when fees go up. And uh, with the recent one, I mean, honestly, it's with Amazon, it's I'm not worried about it. It sure it adds up over, you know, over tens of thousands of dollars in sales in a year. But is it going to sway? You know, if you were going to start the business today, is that extra five percent going to sway you from doing the business? No. And if it does, then you don't want to do it anyway. Right. So whenever these get thrown at you, they are curveball. Sure. Oh, I didn't I didn't plan it well. You're in this game, you planned on that happening. So it's a curveball. It may have been a little sooner than you expected. You just execute the plans you made and go around the curveball. The harsh reality, yeah. the harsh reality is if if somebody is gonna quit because of a five percent, ten percent fee increase, then I hope they're selling books and they quit because it's one less person I have to compete with. <laughs> I mean, that's just a, that's how I look at it. Like you're gonna go away because of a little bit of fees, then see you later. Bye. Pretty much. I mean, they go in there. No, some resellers go in there with that mentality of, hey, this is great. I'm making some money. And then those fees spike. I mean, we talked about it in one of the pop episodes. They stomp their feet and they rage quit, right? They're gone. That's great for me and you. Like you said, less competition. You, 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 if you can't handle a fee increase, you're in the wrong game, my friend. Wrong game. Yeah, I think you should... And, you you know, maybe you get hit with a fee increase, you know, like we all do. Maybe you start thinking of ways, you know, how to reduce your your buy cost by 10 percent, 5 percent, whatever that increase is, or maybe even double that. There's so many there's so many outside the box ways you can combat these kind of increases when it comes to, you know, buying your inventory, no matter what kind of business you have. Like it blows my mind. People get so caught up on the one way to do things, you know, go to the discount retailers, go to the thrift stores. When in reality, that's literally the tiny, tiny tip of the iceberg. And it's the most expensive way to do it. Right. I mean, I'll speak for myself here. I mean, I was shipping most of my items first class. I dropped it because of the fee increases for everything. I had my motives for using first class. I just wanted higher ratings because my rating, most of my ratings say super fast shipping. Well, that's what you get with first class, right? So I boosted my ratings. So I achieved my goal and now I'm dropping it. So I'm getting more margins, right? Um. And then my second thing is I don't I have my little stay flat mailers and I put a bubble mailer over that. I'm not gonna do that no more unless it's a CD. I'm I'm just I don't need to. It's unnecessary. So there's less things I have to spend money on, which saves me money, which puts money in my pocket to redeploy however I see fit. So 
Um, there's just other things. If you're buying tape from Walmart, maybe Walmart's not the cheapest place to get your tape. Do some research. Yeah, it's probably not. You probably get it cheaper from anywhere else. Right. Oh, my heater cooking me over here. I had to turn it off. Um, don't burn, Mike. Don't burn. <laughs> the whole right side of me is just sketch fire. <laughs> I don't know what to say in this situation. I can't help him. <laughs> I think you're right, though. Like that's a good that's a good thing to hit, like hit on is uh, a lot of resellers waste a lot of money on supplies they don't need and a lot of stupid stuff they don't need. Right, like you know the fancy smancy mailers or like the biggest thing. Like me and Deb, you know, Deb's got her own business. I'm wearing. I'm wearing her, her gear out here, right? Deborah Emery Studio, Cat and Dog Toys. You know, check it out. Uh, she got her own website. So her subtle her big plug. very subtle plug. Hey, hey, I, I work there, right? So I got I got to support my boss. So no, Deb's big, awesome. Buy her stuff. Do it. Yeah, the big thing with her is like people like on Etsy get carried away with like putting little chotskis in the bags and you know buying poly mailers that are branded. Dude, these branded poly mailers are like $3 a piece. And it's just literally just a crappy, not even bubble poly mailer, but it's just got, it's got your logo on it, right? You don't need that crap, right? You do not need none of that. I got one once that had chocolate in it. I forget what I ordered from Etsy, but it had chocolate and a hand, little handwritten note with glitter on it. But the note was really cool. You know what it said? It said, I'm from Russia. My name is Olga. So have a warm hug from a cold country. I thought that was great. I didn't care about the chocolate. I didn't care about the fancy glitter stuff. I thought the note was clever. Everything else is crap. Okay. Did you eat the chocolate? Why wouldn't I eat the Russian chocolate? No, you don't, there could have been anything in that chocolate, dude. Oh, my God. It's Russian chocolate from Russia. I mean, what, what do you want from me? So there goes the takeaway, right? Stop putting, you know, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish in your orders, right? Because fees keep going up. You got to think of ways. Um, Honestly, like... If you get something from Amazon or eBay, like as long as it's a secure packaging, right? You don't care what's on the box. You don't, as long as the item inside is safe and sound and you get the item you wanted, the outside packaging doesn't matter. You don't need the eBay stickers. You don't need the eBay tape. You don't need this. You don't need, that's, that's like, that's 100% a way you can combat fees. Like I wasn't even thinking of that until you brought it up, but it, it, that's definitely a big, you know, it's right, a like, money waste. Like I'm paying for Uline right now, but I paid that to figure out what kind of packaging I need. I'm totally looking for cheaper options. I mean, Uline is expensive. Really it is. Expensive. Yeah. You had me look at them and I was like, ship it. Right. I, mean, I had to find out what I needed and they give me next day delivery. They get free samples. So they're great for that aspect. But now that I know what I want, I'm navigating away from that to give myself more money, more working capital, more cash flow. Uh, same with the tape, right? I mean, I have probably a year supply of eBay tape. I don't need eBay tape anymore. Um, in fact, I don't even know if I want to use their branding on for my packages. I think it's unnecessary because um, they know they got an eBay package because they ordered it, right? They don't need to know before they open it what the heck they ordered. I um I ordered a bunch of eBay tape when I used to be an everything seller, and I'm still going through it, and it pisses me off because – if I'm at the uh, storage unit and I have to pack like an Amazon box or something, I can't use my eBay tape. Right. So basically I got to have a separate tape gun that's got plain tape in it because so yeah, my, that eBay tape, I probably should take it out back and burn it, but uh, I'll keep using it while I can. So, but that's the, you know, I wasted money, but I was, 
I was young and dumb back then. That was like 35 years ago. We all are. We we, we do what everybody else does. We see the cool stuff. I got to do the cool thing. But cool thing don't mean cheap. Don't mean profitable. Means waste of money, honestly. Do you think... Okay, so now now we're just going to... We're going to throw this one out here for me and you. Because I'm going to have to think about this. So I'll let you go first. Do you think eBay and Amazon are going to raise fees again in 2023? Yes, 100%. Both of them. No question. 100 percent yeah i'll put i'll put money on it even i'll put I, money that they will raise fees uh, i'm not betting you away. i'm not betting you but i i was <laughs> i was i was leaning yes i was probably like maybe 75 25 yes to no what's but your 25 percent saying they will stay stay the course and not give us another fee i don't know i don't have a, i don't have a I, good I need reason. to know this reason I, it's, I want it's, to wi- it's wishful thinking that they keep continuing to raise fees and they keep continuing to lose customers and sellers that maybe they pump the brakes a little bit but i it's corporations right that they're most likely going up but that was my thought process behind it like hey you know these platforms you know ebay's you know customer base goes down a little bit but i mean they're going off numbers versus you know the pandemic numbers so i guess it's kind of skewed I did this in the Discord group, and I'll explain what I did. And you'll remember what I did. I listed the stock price for the last 10 years for both Amazon and eBay. Right now, both of those guys are at one of their lowest points. So they're scrambling for their quarterly reports to get their stock money up. That's why you're seeing Amazon shut down warehouses and 10,000 layoffs. And you're seeing eBay cycling CEOs trying card selling and car parts selling throwing everything under the sun shoe selling almost a year ago that was the big thing now it's the other stuff they're scrambling for their quarterly numbers because they want their stock buyers happy and they want to acquire more of them so business lesson here you do what these guys are doing the way they're doing it in order to do that and both of them are increasing fees they're cutting they they too are doing what we do we're not buying the stupid tape they're getting unre- they're getting rid of their money loss where they can maintain money at least and hopefully not lose any more. They got to dig themselves out of a hole and then we have the economy affecting everything. So who knows when they'll dig themselves out of the hole? Yeah, I, and I think that's another good point, right? So Amazon used to have all their Amazon branded stuff and they, they straight up came out and said, we want to get out of the business of basically knocking everything off. So that's, yeah. you know, that's another way they, you know, you got to cut your losses somewhere, right? So. You know, if you're if you no matter what category you're doing, just look for better stuff, right? You know, if you're you're listing ten dollar stuff, you know, list only twelve dollar stuff now, right? Be smarter, stop, you know, it, it, and it'll it'll benefit you, right? If you start shooting for a higher average sales price and you get a little bit more picky, it's going to be less work, and you're going to make more money in essence, you know, as long as you have the material to, to look at. Now, you know, not everybody has the material. You know, everybody can go through thousands of books a week. That's not the case. So that's a little different. But overall, uh, just kind of increase, you know, pass it on to the customer, right? That's all it comes. That's what the companies do. No matter no matter what they come out and say, oh, they don't want it passed on to the customer. <laughs> they don't care who says what, right? Pass it on to the customer. If that means you got to wait, you know, second in line to make the sale, then it is what it is. And the, here's the other thing I didn't, I didn't address when we were talking about what would happen because of the fee stuff. I think people are going to switch over from free shipping to charging for shipping. I very much see that happening because I got it. 
because they they want to sell it for twelve dollars still, but they can't afford to because of the stamp. So check mark switch gears. Well, we're charging shipping now in order to maintain that quote unquote price point. So you don't you so you don't unbake the shipping costs and the price. So instead of being twelve dollars free shipping, you don't go eight dollars plus shipping. You stay at twelve, but you add shipping costs. Yeah. Because okay. I've done my research, at least on the eBay end, if you're $30 or less, it's free shipping. $30 or more, you can get away with charging shipping. It should be the reverse. It is not. Um, you'll see stuff selling for $5 with free ship and CDs, DVDs, and books. Um, they should charge shipping. They'll get 8 or $9 out of it. Um, and if you're playing that game, we can't really play that game too hard. And you still can on eBay where you can overcharge for the cost of stamp to try to get some money. But eBay's take, caught on to that finally. And they're taking a cut of that even now. So that's another fee if you're playing that game. Yeah. And I guess uh, another another route you can do to combat some of these fees is diversify, right? So I'll give you a perfect example here. Uh, Deb used to be only an Etsy seller. And Etsy continued to raise their fees and raise their fees. Well, Deb said, you know what? I had enough of this. So what she do? She made her own Shopify store, right? And she went in all on her own, DebraMarieStudio.com. Another plug here. We're just going to keep plugging her throughout the whole uh, podcast. Um, she built the website from nothing. Sure, you got the monthly cost of that. But the fees on Shopify, we're talking 3% versus Etsy. That's like, you know, 15 plus percent on every transaction. So yeah, there's a trade-off. With your own website, you have to drive your own traffic. Traffic, So it's not something where you can fix this overnight, but there's options and, and routes and steps you can take to almost mitigate fees. You know, I mean, it kind of sucks. Like, you know, if you're, I guess if you're cross-listed, it's good, right? Because then you can just kind of have your thing everywhere. But if you're just on one platform, you got to diversify. And maybe the, the fees is what, you know, why you decide to go do Mercari or eBay or Amazon. I mean, Nobody's going to Amazon for less fees, which we all know doesn't exist. <laughs> if you're going to Amazon for less fees, I don't want to sell where you're selling because there ain't, I mean, Amazon is just the convenience of Amazon. That's why the fees are so much and not having to ship yourself. But I think people got to start thinking outside the box with these fee increases. Right. And here's another example because I just closed the window because eBay's been pumping it lately. You can buy stuff at eBay with your proceeds now. It's like your own little eBay credit. So they're getting even more money because um, they're encouraging you to shop where you sell. Don't do that. Dude, I did for the first time and I said I never would. Oh, you son of a, yeah. yeah all right. Okay. All right. Listen, I'll give a little bit of backstory here. All right. Oh, I've been so I, uh, I buy, I buy this vegan beef jerky and this guy on uh, eBay, when I first went and looked, right. Cause it's always cheaper on eBay. He had a list of for 60 bucks. Best offer, right? I, I'm always best offering, right? I'm low balling. Um, and I got, uh, I sent an offer for 45 and it's for 10 bags, right? So four, $4.50 for a bag of jerky ain't bad, especially vegan jerky. It's like, it's like seven fifty in stores. So um, he accepted the offer. This is when I, when I spent my proceeds the other night, this was the third time of me buying it from the same person, right? So I just go in. I shoot him an offer. I put in a message. Hey, it's Mike again. I'm back for more bags of jerky. He accepts it every time. So I, I spent my proceeds. I'm guilty as charged. So uh, it's working, I guess. So I, I'm trying to decide what I find more amusing. The fact that you're buying jerky off eBay. I'd be afraid that they licked it before they mailed it to me. <laughs> or or the fact that you're going back for it. I'm up to three, dude. <laughs> 
I'm a repeat buyer. They don't exist on eBay, but you know, I got my I got my guy, my my jerky guy. Um, no, that's fine. And and the other thing they're doing the PYs is like you want your money faster than the next day. We'll 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 tack on one percent, three percent to for in order to do that. We'll get you the we'll get you your money in ten minutes. Okay, we're, so we're taking some more money from you. I, I got an experience with this too, right? I'm I just got all these eBay You're, experiences. Why are you letting them take your money, Mike? Why? <laughs> I'm not, but I was curious because I seen a YouTube video about it, right? Payments on demand, right? They yeah. they pay you instantly. Like you look in your wallet, there's nothing there, and then you open it again and all the money's there, right? So I was like, all right, let me go down this rabbit hole. So I go into payments, I switch to uh, you know, it's like what is it, immediate payments or something? Wait, 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 Mike, I got a surprise for you. What do you got for, for me? Yeah. Wait. I, I turn I turned off screen share. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. He's got <laughs> the soundboard set up. I should have put uh, my sound on my phone at max level. <laughs> the Amazon one is just a text message. It's nothing exciting. It's no cha-ching sounds or anything. Yeah, it's just like ding. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I changed it to this immediate payouts, right? Not thinking yeah. anything of it. I have it set up so they pay me every day, right? So it just goes in every day. And so I'm sitting there. It's been like, it was like four or five days and like, I'm not getting paid out. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I thought this was. That's how it works. We had an agreement. eBay, give me my money. I'm like, I thought, I thought I'd get paid immediately, right? <laughs> um, so if you switch to the immediate payouts, you have to request the immediate payout. It doesn't do it automatically. Interesting. Okay. So it's never messed with it. So I have no idea. See, see, now I'm teaching you on eBay. That's how you know well, the. But end I'm of still the not going to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that's so that was the thing, right? So I went from getting my payments every day. I switch it to this immediate payout, but I don't go in every day and click pay me now, right? I'm just so I went back and switched it to every day payout. But that's that's how that program works. You have to click pay me now, and yeah, you get it right away. But if you're not you know who's sitting on there every day clicking pay me now if i would be more interested if it worked over the weekends because if, if you've done ebay for a while you, you know it's going to be really monday after a certain period it will yeah it will will it yeah because think about it paypal used to be the same way right you're going to get paid immediately for like the extra two well, percent yeah it made whatever. clear through ebay but it's i think it's going to be up to your bank for it clearing into your actual account i guess so you got hold up there yeah, you're still dealing in gold bullion out there in the middle of nowhere. So I doubt it'll get to your bank right away, but mine's it will. Well, you got a fancy city bank, so yeah. I know. Um, here's the other thing I've noticed a lot, and this is going to speak from the consumer side, not the reseller side. When you go to buy something now, you can put it in installment plans. Oh, yeah. $5 item, you can make four easy payments of one whatever, $1.25. Yeah, I, I think it's just another way, like like we're talking about here, right? It's another way that these platforms can get sales and get the get their fee money. Because that's, you know, it's not like, yeah, sure, eBay sells eBay stuff and Amazon sells Amazon stuff. But most of their money comes from, you know, third party sellers like you and me. That's what, yeah. that's where a lot of their money comes from. Their promoted listings, uh, just their fees on shipping and everything, which is stupid, right? Why are we paying fees on shipping? It's not like you're making money on shipping. But like you said, if you don't have that check and balance in place, people take advantage of the system, right? One cent, a thousand dollars shipping, and then you don't pay fees on the shipping. So it's a, it's a balancing act. And 
I just don't want people to get caught up when they see these fee increases and don't think it's like a personal attack. Like I think people get personally offended when they see a fee increase. Like they're trying to run me out of business. No, they're just like you. They're just stealing to... from my wallet. Oh, here I'm we like, go. No, no, they're not. They're they're trying to pivot too, man. They're a business too, just like you are. Like and the worst comes to worst. If you want, you know, less than three percent fees, you can start your own website. You just have to drive you can your do own it traffic. yourself, but have fun promoting it. Good luck. That's a whole nother world you don't want to be in. Trust me. It's 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 a grind building a brand, building it's, a website. It's it's not it's, and it's not it's gonna cost you, right? You're gonna have to advertise and everything else. So you'll be um, operating at a loss for a while, but you do that grind and bless you if you do, but oh man, I wouldn't do that. No. I think I think I'm gonna nip this in the bud right here, right now. If you're on eBay, you're already storing your stuff, right? So if you raise your cost and something takes a little bit longer to sell, who cares? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Reseller's Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash the used book guy and consider joining for as little as $2.99 a month.